Welcome to episode 24, you beautiful fuckheads. On the launch today, we have a fellow podcaster, Brian McCormick. Brian is the host of the Movie Mayhem podcast, as well as the Picked Last podcast. You can find both podcasts on Podbean, iTunes, and various other podcasting platforms. Brian is a true professional, and both his podcasts are a solid listen. So sit tightly, as we have a word from our sponsor, and then we'll be on with the show. You have no idea how efficient, efficient people get. It's completely, it's off the charts. Three, two, one. Here we go. All right. Brand new episode. Brian McCormick of the Movie Mayhem podcast. The one and only. The one and only, <laughs> as well as the Pick Last podcast. Yes, that's right. Welcome to the Landy Lodge, Thank sir. Thank you very much. It is very lodgy. It is very lodgy. I love, I love the vibe. It's so cool, man. You know, I'm glad I'm glad you say that because, you know, I've, I've actually been toying with getting a studio and I've, I've talked to some guests about it and they're like, no. Leave it how it is. It's great. I mean, and I, I agree with them. I agree with I mean, them. Yeah. Like speaking as a guy who's moved, I like, I've had four studios in my in my in my time in my uh, four years of podcast. I feel like every year I get I just, you get a new studio. I just find a room in whatever place I'm living in. I'm like, all right, that's it now. So it was like my brother's bedroom when he moved out. Then it was like, oh, this is kind of small. Let me move it to my bedroom. Then I got like the big couch and everybody was able to fit. And then I moved to uh, my new apartment with my dad, and like uh, it was my small bedroom. And I was like, "Oh, this is really weird," because you're allowed to curse on here, right? You can curse all you fucking want. Oh, thank God! Because right. <laughs> that's—I am very bad at finding that's words. Well, you're, you're, you told me before the podcast started, you're Irish Catholic, so oh, yeah. curse so, and apologize all you want. <laughs> that's that's what's going to be in my gravestone. <laughs> curse and apologize. I'm, I'm fucking sorry. <laughs> I'm very fucking sorry. Please forgive. Fucking forgive me. But, uh, <laughs> So yeah. it was it was weird because I was in the new the new apartment. It was like I it has like the side with the bed, and there's like this little weird kind of like outlet. And I was like, all right, I'll put the the futon there, and the and I set up my little shit all over the place. And I was like, started thinking like it's very weird to have people come into the room I masturbate in, and like <laughs> and I was like, all right, like. You know, maybe six hours ago, I was like, "All right, here we go," and then now we're talking about fucking Muppets. I'm like, so well, you just you just made me realize that everybody who watches this, everybody who listens to this, understands being hosted in the room. That I masturbated, so yeah. maybe that's that's what we have in that, common. Yeah, right. I'm glad we could extend that olive it's, branch. It's that after like 20 episodes, you start realizing, like, oh shit, that's what. Oh no, that's that room. Oh no, <laughs> like it's too late now. Well, that's funny. I have people who um they they, they come into my apartment, they come in here, they're like, oh. It's your bedroom? It's like, yeah, yeah. It's just the corner of my bedroom. <laughs> right, it's like, yeah. you, know, you know, everything else is out of sight. But speaking of things we have in common, and I'm happy to see you wearing a Mets hat. We've got, got the, the season coming up, baby. Baseball's around the corner. We're already getting banged up <laughs> as a roster. How do, it, how do you feel? It wouldn't be spring training if it wasn't. If like, it wasn't a bunch of Mets getting fucking injured. As long as it's, you know, position players, I'm cool with. Because, you know, we the can, pitching is really that's what like, needs to stay healthy. It's that's like a good if, point. If I had, if, what happened to... Uh, Louis Severino happened to like Degrom or Syndergaard. I would be like, "All right, so at Walmart, what gun can I buy for myself?" Oh, shit. <laughs> I got it. All right, but no, it's like, just like let Jed Lowry have a knee injury, let Todd Frazier have an oblique injury, let Dom Smith step the fuck up. It's about time. See, you know? th- this is where I'm at. It's like I don't even want. First of all, I don't even want Todd Frazier on the team. Yeah, it's tough. I it's want tough him gone. Yeah, That's yeah, a. No. 
Jed Lowry, cool, but like five years too late. Five years too late, and like I don't want Jeff McNeil losing playing time. Yeah, I I don't want him. I he was great last year, and if you look at the numbers after the New York Mets called up Jeff McNeil, we were a five hundred team. I even think we were a little bit above. No, yeah. So we, uh, I, I don't, and I'm not saying that's all because of Jeff McNeil. Obviously, it is because of Jeff McNeil. <laughs> it's the Jeff McNeil era. It's the McNeil effect. <laughs> but I, I want him to start. I want all the young guys to start. Like, yeah. you know, it's like how much are we going to keep giving money to guys like Cespedes and then let them show up to spring training twenty pounds overweight <laughs> while they collect hundreds of millions of dollars? It's like no. There's young guys in our system who are hungry, who want a chance to play, mm-hmm. who want a chance to win. Like. No, yeah, like, the Jed Lowry's and the Cespedes and the Frazier—they've all had their time. I feel like with the last couple of G- with Sandy and now with uh, Brody uh, we're on first name basis is now because we're so good friends. <laughs> uh, but uh, with them, I feel like the Wilpons have given them a list of guys that like we want this guy. So like Sandy got is is Dribble Cabrera, which they've yep. been trying to get since like 2007. It's like all right, <laughs> get over. Like he's you have Ahmed Rosario. Let's let's go with like, let's what do we, go with that. Like what do we have to lose? You know, there's there's no nothing there. And then it's like, oh, get Jose Reyes back. Why? Why? Like, we paid Why? him like $2, but like, whatever. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's not on the roster anymore, right? No, he's gone. He's gone. Good. He's packed his bags, and I think he works out in Freeport, but... Yeah, he, he actually, he worked out in Freeport like the whole time he was a Met. Yeah. The uh, Freeport Center right by um, right by the BJs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, right there. But I'm excited for this year, mostly because it, it finally feels... That's the other thing. With like David Wright gone now, as mm-hmm. much as I loved him, it was about time... With guys like David Wright gone, Jose Reyes gone, and finally, and and even Sandy Alderson gone, right. it feels like we're moving into a new era. No, oh, yeah, yeah, and I don't yeah. want to see us make those same mistakes of signing old veterans to take away playing time from young prospects. Yeah, with the, like the Cano deal, the fact that they got Edwin Diaz, I'm like, oh, oh, that's not Mets like. Exactly, like, you, you get the old guy who cost a ton of money, but then you also get a 25 year old closer. Boom, and one like, of the best in the game. Exactly, like oh, like, oh, okay, maybe this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, and no, then he signs Jed Lowry. He's like. Maybe I I spoke too soon. Maybe I spoke too soon. But, like, if Jed Lowry's plan is to be, like, a utility guy or, like, someone who platoons, I get it. I see him more as, like, a trade piece. Like, if the Mets Mets suck this year, which, you know, could It's possible we're the Mets. Yeah. So you go, like, oh, who needs a fucking infielder? Like, this guy. All right. Take take Jed Lowry. His contract's very controllable. I think it's, like, $23 million. So it's, like, 12 a year. Yeah. uh... Get him out of here. Go. (laughs) Yeah. I'm all for it. What do you think? Realistically, now that the Phillies have signed Bryce Harper, <laughs> realistically, how do you see this New York Mets season go? I see them being over 500. Cool. I see them being around like 85 wins. 85 wins. 85. I I'd see like them, that. I see them competing for a wild card, mm-hmm. and it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a fun wild card chase. You think so? I think it's going to be them and the Reds competing for the wild card. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you to that. I know. I gotta hold myself to that because I gotta do an epic last show and write that shit down. Which, which, for those of you listening, we're gonna make a quick stop. Uh, Do check out the Picked Last podcast and the Movie Mayhem podcast. That's right. This beautiful motherfucker is part of both of them. That's right. Can't recommend it enough. I just listened to your uh, the Super Mario Brothers episode. Oh, with uh, Andrew from our good friend and our good friend Bulldog Gaming and Pick Last podcast. Exactly, and it. Was it was just fun, man. Yeah. Like I haven't seen that movie probably in ten years, but the way you guys are able to talk about it, it brought me right back. And you didn't do you weren't like the IMD message board, and no. you didn't just relentlessly shit on it the whole time. You actually brought up that it had some quirky humor, yeah, like like, it, like the set design on it is like kind of like when you think of the movie and you hear people talk about it, you're like, oh, this is probably a pile of shit. But then you look at it, it's like, oh, this is like Blade Runner, because the <laughs> set designer was from Blade Runner. It's like. 
why'd you get away with that? And then you have like some shitty CGI. Yeah. It's, and it is like you find out that like this movie was just held by poor like bad people. Like, exactly. And Nintendo didn't really have a hand in it yeah, at it all. Because it was the 90s. Like, yeah, we're doing fine. Whatever happens, happens. Throw any shit to the wall. Exactly. Stuff. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Which, you know, Nintendo really didn't go wrong. It's like that's probably their one mistake of the whole decade. I guess. I what mean, I'm not a, <laughs> not a big gaming guy. Not a big but, gaming guy. But I think there's like other games probably. Like, Mm, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, they, they, everybody fucks up. But going back, <laughs> go back to the New York Mets. Um, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a little bit of a call. Okay. I think Zach Wheeler is gonna be the surprise player on the team. Builds off last year. Builds off last year because okay. he was better than Noah last year. I, I love Noah. He's my favorite guy in the rotation. I'm not trying to knock knock him in his beautiful locks, which I think he cut right. <laughs> no, he still got him. He still got him. He still got okay. him. Okay. Um, he's got an image he's got to protect. Exactly, well, Thor, right? Yeah. Um, I I really think he I really think he's gonna have a great year because he's always had the stuff. It's just he he always struggled with control. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I when we got him from uh, San Francisco for Beltran, it's kind of one of those moves like God, he, it feels like ages. It ago. was. It was like uh, fucking forever. <laughs> and he's still like a young we youngish still, guy, right? Yeah, we like, still had. We were still playing in the black uniforms. That's how long ago. Oh was. my god! Are you, is that are you, is that real? That's real. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> Jesus like Christ! Like the black cats of blue rims. That's that's that was us. But like, um, yeah, he uh, he came in with like being so high, highly touted, and like just his control was bad, and he was getting a little like his uh, his health was really bad. Yeah, he couldn't stay healthy either. But you know, last year. He, he was, like, spurned. He was like, you put me in the minor leagues to begin the season. He had a rough couple of goes of it, but Jason Vargas was much worse in comparison. He's another guy that, like, we dug up. Yeah. We, we got rid of him in, like, 2006, and then we it's just like, got him back. Like, why did we get rid of this guy? He's so good. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. That's terrible. He can't fucking focus. And then, yeah, but then, like, Wheeler kind of just – that's why I want, like, Dom Smith to play a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you have this prospect you put all this time into. Let him play. Let yeah. him do it. Let him be who he's going to be. Exactly. And I feel like, well, who's the, um, God, I'm blank. I know we have Dom Smith at first and yep. Alonzo. Oh, Pete Alonzo, yeah. It's like we've got two guys who could potentially be major league players yeah. at, at, the, at first base. And it's like one of them's got to pan out. No, I, yeah. I, I do think Dom Smith will be on the roster opening day, even if Alonzo outplays him, because if they keep Alonzo in the oh, minors yeah, for control, two weeks, yeah. you, can, you can control. No, so. yeah, exactly. And that's why, that's why I like that uh, Smith is doing well, because... He's like, all right, well, now Alonzo's controlled. Like, exactly. You don't, have to, you don't have to, like, stress it out. And then if Smith then, pat, poops out in the middle of the season, yeah, you get rid of him. just fucking toss him. Yeah. So I I, I feel optimistic. As a Mets fan, I guess I'm just doomed to always be optimistic. <laughs> but I feel pretty optimistic about the season. I think 85 wins is a good prediction. I'd like a wild card race. I think the, the Phillies are going to win the division. Uh, yeah. No, you know, I, I You don't, don't think so? You think the Braves are going to do it? I think the Braves, because they're the still Braves? so good. Yeah. Like, they're still, like... And also, Kimbrel's still out there, so... They could sign him for like True. one year. I forgot like, that Kimbrel's still out there. I don't know. I just, I I'd love to get Kimbrel. I don't know. I would. Fuck it. Just solidify the bullpen, man. Like, no, we got a good look. Kimbrel sucked in the playoffs last year. Well, that's why I can get him for cheap. No, he's not He's not going to come to cheap for us. Well, cheaper. For the, yeah, cheaper. Like, he'll go. If he gets a one year deal and we don't get him, I mean, it'll hurt, but I'll be like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, yeah, we're good. Exactly. I'm, I'm okay with Justin Wilson and yeah. Jarius Familia. I'm living. I'm living in this world where I, I just. I'm just convinced Cespedes isn't coming back, and that if he is coming back, he's gonna suck. Like <laughs> I, I just like. I, and like I don't hate him. Like I don't want to be like a Cespedes hater, right? Because he was a big part of that 2015 run, which was honestly magical. It was the most fun season of my entire life. 
And I'm not going to take that. Two thousand six was a blast. Two thousand was a blast. Like there, yeah. there have been years you can yeah. compare it to. But me personally, I think it's because I was living in South Carolina. Okay. And I got, I'd seen them at. Uh, I got to see a couple. I got to see them when they faced the Braves. I would drive down to Atlanta. Okay. And I watched a couple games there. So it's like I had this while I was away from home. The Mets were like part of my connection home. Okay. And then when they made the World Series, I, I, I burned all my vacation days. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to New York. I'm watching that fucking series at home. <laughs> Um, so I love the 2015 season. Cespedes was a big part of it. Not trying to be a Cespedes hater. No, yeah. No, look, I love the 2015 season. I was working for the Mets at that time. No shit. I worked for the Mets from... Security, right? No, no. I was doing a VIP host. VIP. Oh. So I was on the the media side. So I'd take... Fancy. I know, right? (laughs) This face, this body, you gotta put him in front of all the cameras. (laughs) But like... I uh, you look better than Bonilla. Oh, for what it's worth, hey, I would love to be Bobby Bonilla. Oh my God, what every a July, living dude! Every July, just get a million dollars. There you go, pal. Did you see? Did you see? Um, uh, Bryce Harper's contract will be up before Bobby Bonilla's. Now, I'm not. I, I don't hate Bobby Bonilla at all for this. I don't. I don't it's not his fault no. that we gave him this contract. No, it's it's the Mets' fault for being like, you want to defer this? Who was the GM? It wasn't Steve Phillips, was it? Yeah, it was. It was Steve Phillips. Yeah. Uh, the. You know, he was a sex addict. He had to go to rehab for, like, sex addiction. Well, he addiction. wasn't a baseball addict, I can tell you that. Uh, definitely not. <laughs> um, but he did bring us Piazza. Yeah. So, I don't want to hate... Don't want to... Piazza s- for Preston Wilson and A.J. Burnett, I believe. What a fucking deal. Right? Not that Burnett isn't a stud. He was a stud I when mean, he, he was went a, to... he was a flamethrower. He didn't learn yeah. how to pitch until he left Florida. Like until he, he went, went to, to Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, that's with right. Roy Halladay. Yeah. So, actually, we got... We've actually got the better end of a lot of deals, like the Johan Santana deal. We actually won out in the end because yeah. we got Carlos Gomez back. Yep, and the R.A. Dickey deal. And the, and, oh, that's right. Oh we my crushed God. the Dickey just to get Noah in return. Yeah, and he was a throw-in. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Oh, my God. Well, the Edwin Diaz deal, do you think Cano was a throw-in? Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Do you yeah. think the deal had more to do with Diaz than it did I think that's, Cano? yeah, because it's more about the money, like that, that yeah. whole thing. And I think with uh, the way Brody kind of worked it, it's like, Oh yeah, if you you know you don't know what you're gonna get out of, you know Edwin. He kind of I think he played them a little, probably a little bit. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm excited. Yeah, um, it's gonna be fun. Baseball's always fun. Base, I love baseball, dude. It's because like you know what it is, and it's like I it's one of those things where it's like if you were raised on baseball, it's right. o- it's always gonna be a time machine for you. You, you played. Right, you played yeah. little league through through. Uh, I, I traveled teams in high school, but once I got to college, I stopped playing baseball. But I still play slow pitch softball, oh, very nice. so I'm still playing. You know, yeah. Keep yeah. Compa- like I love playing. I hated playing baseball for like two years, but that's because I was uh, just riding the bench the whole time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is not fun. But I learned so much more about the game. But doing that, it was like, oh, okay, like now, like the science of the game makes more sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, um, are you a fan of sabermetrics? If I could understand them, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good with math, but I Fair like, enough. Like, like the whole war thing kind of confuses me. It's, like, it's the I, wins above replacement. Right. You see, this is where it's like, that's hard in baseball, you know, because there's, there's nine players on the field, mm-hmm. and you get, on average, three or four pitchers a game. So it's like... Yeah, if you win more, if if like your war, it's like yeah, I know it's it's, it's hard, and it's, it's like, not that it's not valuable. It is a know, valuable just, thing to look at. I think all the sabermetric stuff is valuable. I play fantasy baseball for some reason, mm-hmm. but like, like it's a it's a it's a grind. But like, I understand that these stats are great valuable. to to, evalu- to evaluate talent and like to kind of like know like this guy's gonna do good at this time and because of this. But like, it's so um, isolating to baseball that you have all yeah. this science homework you yeah. have to do. To watch a game. Well, I almost believe like I almost believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers used WAR when it came to dealing with Le'Veon Bell. 
Really? Because when you compared the stats between Bell Mm -hmm. and Connor, they had a better record with Connor playing. And this is before Connor. This is before week one of this season. Okay. If you compared the stats, their stats were identical, but they won more games with Connor than they like. They had a better winning percentage with Connor than they did Le'Veon Bell. Okay. So I actually feel like. Whether they knew it or not, the whole idea of win above replacement is what led to that Le'Veon like, Bell thing. Like it, it does seem like sabermetrics will bleed into other sports, but I think the other sports are better at masking it. They're like, yeah. this isn't the reason why we're doing things. They they market that's it. fair. They mar- like they market the players over they market the stats. Like you watch sure. MLB Network, they have a show just dedicated to stats, and it's like. The show is really the guy who hosted Brian Kennedy is amazing. Yeah, uh, he brings in people who know their shit, but you're like. I don't need to fucking do science homework. I just want to know. Mike Trout. <laughs> Did Mike Trout hit a fucking three run home run? Give or me not? the ESPN like just, top ten, please. It's like who's a free agent that I can't get? Like just come on, just give me something. Well, you know what it is? It's got to. It's got to have something to do with market demand. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a. Maybe nerds love baseball now. Oh yeah, like no. math nerds. Maybe they fall in love with baseball because it has that attribute to There's, it. Um, I forgot what it was. The uh, Lisa, uh, Lisa, uh, it was a Simpsons episode. Where Lisa became a little league manager, yeah, and Mo said like, "Oh, those nerds over there in the in the corner know about baseball," and she goes, and the one of the nerds said like, "We made like Bill James made baseball as fun as doing your taxes," <laughs> and that's like that's always like sticks with me. It's like it's like yeah, like it's all God. Like, you kind of did do that, <laughs> uh, which is so funny because what was um. Before the Red Sox gave Bill James a job, what was he doing? Wasn't he like a janitor? Yeah, he was something like... It's, it's so funny that a guy <laughs> sweeping floors he revolutionized. He was good hunting. He basically... He good- was good... Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and he got a... And he got a job in Boston. You're... F- that just... F- yep. Yep. Oh, that just fucked my head. Yeah, and then he, he changed that whole franchise forever. And now... Hmm. And now they're the kings of the 21st century right now. I, uh, Mikey fucking, on our last uh, pick last show, he, he gave me a, a stat which really hurt my feelings that a four-month-old in Boston has seen more championships than Mets fans, like Do- uh, Dodgers fans, Cubs fans. Combined. Like, every, like, just, uh Well, they call it title town for a reason, right? Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like they called it that before Boston ever broke the curse. <laughs> right, yeah. Which... I feel like every town goes like, oh, yeah, we're title towns. Like, shut up, Cleveland. Like, fuck you. Like, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Cleveland's on the come up. What do you think of the Baker Mayfield era? Uh, I, I like it. I like it more now that Hugh Jackson's not there. I didn't yes, like Hugh Jackson. Fair enough. They yeah. didn't like him either. They loved him, apparently. The owner Did they loved, really? The owner loved him. So why'd they get rid of him? Because Todd Haley's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Haley would came there with the sole purpose to tank Hugh Jackson. Oh, I think God. John Dorsey said, like, You're, this is what's going to happen. I can't promise you the head coaching job, but... Make him look like a complete idiot. It's like, well, it's not that hard. Not that hard. Uh, he's one did he get a job? He got a new job. I forgot where he With is Cincinnati. Now. With Cincinnati? Yeah. Oh, wow, right my, in the division. Led to my favorite moment of the year when uh, I think uh, Peppers on, on Cleveland's defense yeah. picked the ball off and walked it right over to, and handed to, him. Yeah, handed yeah, yeah. to Hugh Jackson. <laughs> and then I think Hugh Jackson forgot he was coaching Cincinnati. He was about to oh slap God. him on the back, but then he realized. Like, good job. He was like, good job, kid. And like, he, he just threw the ball on the ground. <laughs> it's one of my favorite moments of all, like of, of 2000, whatever, 18, 19. Tw- the 2018, 2019 yeah. season, which what did you, because uh, I came on, I came around the pick last podcast mm-hmm. right in the heat of the playoff season. Yes. Uh, what did you guys think of, I'd ask you how, what you think of the Super Bowl, but I probably know where that's going. So what did you think of this year's playoffs as a whole? I liked them. I liked the fact that like 
people kept on using the, like the Philadelphia Eagles and Nick Foles as like a serial killer with a knife. It's like, oh, he's coming to get you. You know he's coming he's to creeping. get you. He's creeping. He's creeping. Like, if he gets two or more things to go his way, you're all fucked. If Alshon catches that ball. Oh, yeah. They're all fucked. But it didn't happen. <laughs> um, I um, I don't know. I would have liked to see the Rams win. No, I'm okay with the Patriots winning. What? Yeah. Dude. Cause I, I, Why? Because I've designed, like... Are you a masochist? Yeah, kind of. Okay, okay. Explain. <laughs> yeah, because I had the Met, I had the Mets creeping around my shoulders with the whole thing. Like, you're gonna love failure. Just, gonna... just don't like, just don't fight it. You know, I, I've always felt that there's just something about Jared Goff, man. I just don't think he's a big game player. I think he's he's a progression guy. I think each year he uh, uh, advances. So, like next year, he might actually just come in big, win a suit, and they might win the Super Bowl. Well, they have the roster, dude. Yeah, they have the team. They have control. They have cap control, and mm-hmm. I think they have, you know, and they'll probably make some trades. They're like, oh, this is a smart yeah, move. Like, yeah, for sure. But and you know what? They'll have a healthy Todd Gurley if they make it back to Super Bowl. Got, that cost them yeah, a lot. Because CJ Anderson's good, but he's not the full time back. He was he was uh, hot, and that's the problem. He and when you run into the Patriots, you either have to be like supernova hot or like off their radar completely, because they'll like go like, oh yeah, we know he's gonna fucking run on us. Exactly. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. Um, forgot what I was going to bring up exactly. But what do you think? What do you think of the draft? Uh, I, I can't. I can't wait. I hate the draft also, but I can't wait for it. Yeah. Like I, I, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, um, and you're I'm a Giants like, fan, I'm right? A Giants fan. Gotcha. Uh, born and bred and left in the dust. But what's the, what's the name of that quarterback you guys are eyeing? Uh, what's his name? Eli Manning. <laughs> that young up-and-comer Eli the young up-and-comer we're the gonna, stud we're gonna sacrifice the rest of the team integrity for Eli Manning but uh no Dwayne Haskins Dwayne I think, Haskins yeah he it. looked really good at the combine he was just dropping like darts left and right but knowing the Giants they'll fuck it up you think so I think this current trend how could you say that how could you say knowing the Giants the team that's gotten you two championships they how got could you say that two championships by like the skin of their teeth Against, if it would, against the evil empire, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. The evil <laughs> But if it, if David Tyree's helmet didn't have a fucking magnet in it and Mario Manningham, like, <laughs> constantly, like, throughout that whole year, every time there's a sideline pass, he'd always just find himself four yards into the sideline. <laughs> like, if fucking God didn't just intervene, like, not today, Tom. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you, I've given you too much. Yeah. But, like, like, I think... Those Super Bowls are great. One of my favorite moments of mm-hmm. football. I love... I. The 2008 one where the Tyree caught it, I was sitting in a chair with like no uh, no bottom, mm-hmm. so I was like ass on the ground. And when it happened, I just shot up. And I was like, "Whoa, that happened! <laughs> All right, we're gonna win this fucking game." And then in uh, 2011, I, when they went to the Super Bowl, it was uh, I think I forgot what it was, but my brother was wrapping a gift, so he had scissors in his hand, so he was like kind of like doing the curling of the of the ribbon, and when um, Lawrence Tynes hits the field goal. I ran up the stairs and I tackled him, not knowing he had scissors in his hand. Oh my god! I'm like we're going to the Super Bowl. I was like I could have stabbed you. I'm like it's all right. I, the Super Bowl. I have two weeks to get ready for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Fuck yes! But yeah, it's like, like yeah, like they were good. They were good times, but they've they, you've like, fallen on hardships. Yeah, they, they the way that they treated Tom in the end, the way that they've you know treated they've basically kind of made Eli want to retire early by giving him the crappy O line, and now they're giving them like Barkley, but they still. Are not addressing certain things and now letting Landon Collins go. Mm. I don't know. They're just 
They're not the Giants of my past. We'll see. I mean, look, it's not. It's not the. T- I don't really think it's that tough of a division. I think Philly obviously is still a contender. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm biased, but I'm always just going to assume Dallas is. I'm not a believer in Prescott. I don't think Prescott can do it. I just don't. I I like that he had like. I will give him credit. I think the fact that he has tools, and I think well, Mar- the Amari Cooper trade that was it big. changed the whole team. It changed the whole that offense. Was huge, huge from, and I think if they went, if they had, if maybe they took the wild card instead of the division, they would have made it to the uh, NFC Championship game. You think so? I, yeah, I think you if they, they, they would have avoided Orleans? the Rams. I think they could beat New Orleans because uh, I think Drew Bledsoe was shot by the end of the year. Like he had yeah. nothing left. Um, and I think like, well now with, uh, Jason Witten coming back for no, apparent I think you reason. mean Drew Brees. No, no. Well, I'm saying with the Cowboys. Oh, God, God damn it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. That's why Jason Witten's back. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh but he, God. he came back, he signed a one year deal for guests to stop being made fun of on Monday night football. And I think that's going to be actually a huge detraction to Dak's, uh, uh, ascendance as a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll wait and see. Yeah. We'll wait and see. But uh, moving away from football, okay. I wanted to talk to you about movies, dude. Cool. So what? Like you're just a huge movie buff? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, because, you know, with my love of baseball and my love of football, I need to do something in between. Gotcha. So I just, like, I love going to, I love going to movies. I love, just, like, Netflix, once they went streaming, it was, like, beautiful. Beautiful me. thing. Like, now so- I don't have to leave anywhere. Amazon has their service. Hulu. I, I. I'm waiting for Disney to drop their fucking uh, streaming service. Yep, that's going to be soon, too. Oh, I can't wait to waste my money on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, well, they own so much content. That's the yeah. thing. It's like, you know, when people hear the Disney streaming service, they're thinking of all just like the Disney movies right. and all that. It's like, no, no, they own ESPN. Yeah, they own Fox now. Yeah, like, they own Fox. Like, yeah. It's, it's gonna... like, give them two months. You're going to see X-Men and Marvel movies. Like, that's going to be fucking crazy. Exactly. Just like, like that. Yeah. And, um, and also, I like... It's not just like Disney and like all those big, but like I love some small like budget movies or like this kind of like come out of nowhere and you see them and you're like, oh that's that's surprisingly good. Like uh, the Nice Guys, mm-hmm. um, that was that caught me off guard. I saw a trailer for it. I'm like, oh, I might want to check that out. I saw it, I loved it. Yeah, like Ex Machina was one of those small ones where. I have to like search around. I've been around. meaning to watch that dude. one. Is it? Is it? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I've been well, meaning the, to watch X Machina. Because uh, the whole like, uh, I think for the, was it Chip Gang? That you, the the Chip Gang? We're, we're going we're, yeah, we're yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. to that. We'll I get think, to that. I think you'd really dig yeah? X Machina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I highly recommend it. It's a movie mayhem recommendation. Movie mayhem recommendation. We don't give them out much often, <laughs> but I'll give you that one. Awesome. Speaking of movie mayhem, tell, right. tell, tell everyone like what the, I guess the format or the, oh. to tell them about your movie mayhem. Okay. So movie mayhem is, Myself and my my good friend Matt, who uh, going to be future Doctor Matthew Taylor DDS, he's going to be a dentist within the next I think two years. Oh wow! Um, he's kind enough to waste his time watching stupid movies that I bring up to him. <laughs> Some movies are like uh, we we both had two very different growing uh, um, childhoods growing up. I guess you should say about yeah. how we how we view movies. So his was more of um, if they wa- if they're going to watch a movie, it's going to. You're gonna get your dollars worth. You're gonna get like your explosions. You're gonna get your, you know, the whole thing. Right. Well, me, like, I'll sit and I'll watch a shitty movie just because it's a shitty just movie. Just because, like, awesome. I won't be disappointed. Like, if I'm saying, like, oh, what's on tonight? Sharknado. All right, cool. I'm gonna watch that. Well, I'm kind of like that too. <laughs> like, I went to the movies to see Dumb and Dumber too. Oh God, uh, an abysmal film. But bro, I had a great time. Oh yeah, but I, I mean, watched it. It's like, it's like you kind of like you revel in the the shit of it. Like it's like ah, oh, like this is bad, but you know what? Could be worse. Some movies are made to be shitty. Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, um, like, I feel like people 
judge media too harshly these days. I mean, there, there's one. It's it's one thing to look at something and critique it honestly, mm-hmm. but it's like you could critique something harshly and still enjoy it. Yeah. But I feel like that concept's lost. Yeah, I mean, and we we try not to be like. I've been kind of kicking it around, and I and it, in my own mind, uh, trying to be modest, like mm-hmm. and also like that that bullshit. Oh, I want to be humble. You know me. I'm just humble here, but uh, like. <laughs> I like we don't really review like if you listen to other movie review podcasts, well they'll like dig into things like yeah. we just kind of talk about it and then we'll bring up certain like facts and like okay like that's interesting and then we'll go off on our own certain like tangents but we don't want to like we don't want to talk over our own like station I yeah. guess like I'm not that smart so I'm not gonna be like oh did you know that James Cameron uses this kind of deep dive surf like I don't fucking care like. <laughs> But, like, you know what's fucking dope is in Aliens, he had six alien suits, and he made it look like there was a thousand of them. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Um, What is the first movie you remember watching? First, oh, personally? It's either Ghostbusters. Nice. Or. Good indoctrination. Yeah. Which, now looking back at it, because it's my favorite movie of all time, uh, it's not for kids. No. <laughs> oh, it is not Absolutely for Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, but my my parents let me watch it, and then um, I guess the first movie I ever remember going to was the original Ninja Turtle movie. Wow, yeah. that's I'm, intense. I'm old. That's, uh, please, please. <laughs> um, I think the first movie I the first movie I remember seeing I didn't see it in theaters, but the first movie I remember seeing was The Lion King. Oh God, yeah. Which, uh, are you excited so, for the remake? No. But no, I love The Lion King. I saw it in movie I theaters. I fucking adore The Lion King. It's, I'm mixed about. It's a the beautiful movie. It didn't yeah. need to be re- like. That's where I'm at. Yeah, it's like you didn't need to do that. That movie came out 20 years ago. You want to remake The Jungle Book? That makes more yeah, sense fine. to me. That yeah. movie came out with the 40s, re- the 50s. Remake Robin Hood with foxes. Go for that. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Don't like Lion King like, was 20, 30 years. Like it's, I, I agree. It's such a beautiful fucking yeah, movie, and so, it still holds up. It's still so beautiful. Like the like the blending of the CGI and the. And the the draw like the animation is like, and the music it's like oh my god it's so well did you know that the Lion King was one of the first movies to use motion capture really and they used it on actual lions they motion oh, captured lions and the animators integrated that into the animation I see that's it's shit like that that's crazy yeah you know it was it's a groundbreaking film and did I would you know I would love to see them try to put a, a lion in a ping pong ball suit that'd be fucking <laughs> fun it's like just just grab him. <laughs> Uh, did you know, I don't remember, in the end credits of The Lion King, how much I love this movie, right, I know right. all the stupid trivia about hey, it, man. the ending credits of The Lion King, uh, Elton John's Can You Feel the Love Tonight plays, <laughs> that initially didn't play. Really? Oh. Yeah. But he went in there himself, uh, apparently, hey, he went in there himself and changed it, and then he got a great, he got a, he got an Oscar for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. You don't give Elton John your music and not expect that Elton John to use his music. Yeah. You know, that's. Uh, well, uh. The thing that bothers me about the remake mm. is that maybe it doesn't look uh, looks too real. It looks very real. Yeah. Maybe this is too nitpicky, but it's Jeremy Irons isn't Scar. He's oh, is it Chewie Chewy Tell Ejiofor? Scar? I or, think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who's Scar. I don't know who it is. That's the. Pr- that's Jeremy also Irons. a problem. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, Jeremy Irons is but still he's around. Still alive. Why is Mufasa still James Earl Jones? But and Scar is <laughs> Jeremy Irons. Like, just get that original cast. Like, Ugh. I mean, I know Matthew Broderick hates acting now. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure you just go like, here's he like, would do voice acting here's ten million dollars. Come in on a sat on a fucking Tuesday or and something. And the movie's gonna be ninety minutes long. He's yeah. gonna have like twenty minutes of lines. <laughs> they could take care of it. What's, um, what's Jonathan Taylor Thomas doing? That's so pressing that he can't. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Those of you who don't know, he voiced Young Simba. Young Simba. Yeah. What is he doing? Yeah, I think. Uh, 
he's not on those infomercials that I see all the time, so yeah. he's obviously not doing anything. <laughs> Let's get Macaulay Culkin to play Simba. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I oh actually God. Macaulay Culkin's like running around doing like random shit. And random shit. He's wearing bunny ears. He's and having stuff. a he's having a grand old time. He's having a great. Did you see like not not to get too intense right now, but did you see during the Oscars? Like, if somebody that was on screen, mm-hmm. like, if he knew that person, like, abused women or children, he would tweet, at, he would tweet, like, oh, this no. person, this person did this, that person did that. Yeah, no, he just, he just relentless about because it. Because there's some, there's probably some shit that's going to happen in Netflix, uh, that HBO documentary, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, did you, have you heard about this Michael Jackson HBO? Yeah, Finding Neverland, uh, Leaving Neverland. Leaving Neverland. Yeah. Have you seen it? Not yet. I haven't I'm seen gonna... it either. My, my, uh, my colleague at work, my, uh, she told me I, I should watch it, and hearing her talk about it, it's just like, yeah. Do I really no, want to yeah. dive into watching this guy be a pedophile? Like <laughs> that? Uh, yeah, one of my buddies at work told me he was he was uh he was telling me he was like, yeah, I just started watching Finding Never. I'm like 15 minutes in, and I'm like, I gotta finish this fucking thing, but it's really bad. It like, probably hooks you. Very, That's like, the thing. Like they're like HBO is not backing down. Like the Jackson family is throwing like a hundred million dollar lawsuit at him. And HBO's not backing down from it. So they you, shouldn't. So you know it's fucking, like, legit. Like, Jesus that's, fucking Christ, man. Do you watch Atlanta? Uh, I, I watched the first season. I missed the uh, second and, I think, third season. That There's I only two seasons. Two seasons. Okay. You have time because uh, Glover said they're taking a break this year. Okay. So the show won't be back till 2020. Very so you have nice. time. I got – oh, thank God. But they did an episode pretty much based around Michael Jackson <laughs> that, dude, it – it not only like sunk my stomach, it like choked me up. Oh man, it was like it, Atlanta, it was very tasteful. You know, like that's the, the crazy thing about Atlanta. Like a lot of people don't realize like how deep it can get. Yeah, like I love that first season. I was a I I caught uh, it was on Hulu, so I just kind of just binge watched it. I was like, this is so fucking good. Like the the Justin Bieber thing, the whole. Like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like someone's got to be the bad guy to Justin Bieber. It's like oh fuck it, Justin Bieber. Like no, but like play your part and you'll exactly. be fine. Like. And, like, the whole, like, look into it is, like, oh, man, like, this is a really, like, really good show. And, you know, I can't wait to see it. Only get, it only gets better. Yeah. Like I said, you have plenty of time. Cool. Uh, what were your top three movies of 2018? Uh, 2018 was a little rough for me to go to the movies. Uh, Fair. Yeah, I had some personal stuff going on. But I did see – so this, my, my top three are two of them are Marvel movies, obviously, because the – they, they, con- they conquered the theater. Yeah, they they, they made a billion dollars in February and then a billion dollars in May. And that, and then uh, so what came out in February again? Black Panther. Like? Black Panther, which that was good. Yeah, that was really good. Black Panther was yeah, good. That was the best version of Iron Man I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and then and then Avengers Infinity War, which is just so like bonkers and crazy that like you, you have to like it was so fulfilling that like all those days going to Marvel movies at midnight paid opening off. day, it finally pays off. It finally paid the fuck off. And then the one movie like I saw a small uh independent musical called anna and the apocalypse oh it's about, i think i heard of that it's an english high school musical with the zombie apocalypse happening around the side it's so good that sounds I awesome i fucking loved it that sounds like a lot it's of like, fun it's, it's like a christmas theme movie came out during it was so enjoyable i smiled throughout the entire movie fuck like, yeah i love i loved it that sounds like a lot of fun yeah I, I, i'll have to have to check that out i'll have to check, dude, shoot me a text like later because okay. i forget things no problem so it's, shoot me that because that sounds it's awesome a, it's available to rent on amazon oh i have home. amazon prime yeah. so it works there you go i awesome. think it's like three bucks that's nothing yeah <laughs> it's a good film i'll have oh, yeah. three bucks but it, go ahead keep going no yeah it's Sorry. a it's a lot of fun i saw it with my brother and it's gonna be our like i think it's gonna be our new christmas uh tradition Christmas so, tradition? Yeah, so Die Hard with the Bros. <laughs> and then the Apocalypse with my brother. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. But are you hyped for Endgame? Yeah. No, yeah. Um, I I mean, I was I was hyped when Infinity War came out and I saw how it ended. I, I laughed in the middle of the theater because I realized what characters died. It's like all the ones that just got movies died. All the ones that, yeah, like, yeah, everyone exactly. who just got a first movie just died. Like, eh, they're going to be back. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, the trailer for Endgame happened, I was like, oh, my God, like, please. Please, I can't wait. So let me, let's let's try let's do some fan theories here. Okay. How do you think they stop Thanos, and who do you think, if anyone, really dies? I don't think anyone dies. Okay. I think uh, they they said they're going to be using time travel and all the kind of the Seth photos, the time stone. They yeah, have, they, they have these things. Yeah. Yeah, the whole they they'll find a way. But I think Captain America gets left in the past. So he could be with uh, what's he her could name? Be with Peggy. Peggy, yeah. Um, and so they could always just go back and get him. Yeah. Because if you kill him, can't come back. That's true. But if you if you give him five years off, how dope would that be? That would be pretty. You're watching dope. like Avengers thirty, and you're like, and oh, he and comes Captain, back. The shield comes whipping in. Do you think Bucky replaces him as Captain America? I would prefer if Falcon did. If Falcon, I did. like Ooh. I like the Sam uh, Wilson Falcon in the comics. And keep Bucky, I, Bucky. Yeah, he, he does find his Bucky. Like, yeah, yeah. I think also the suit, the Captain American Falcon suit. Dope. Captain American Falcon? Yeah. It just makes me think of Captain Falcon from Smash. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Captain American Falcon, Yeah, that's probably sick. Yeah, you got it. It's it's, it's almost okay. a little backwards. I think whoever created this character probably should have just called him Eagle. Right. <laughs> the bald eagle. Like, I think hey. they just missed. I think they just missed. <laughs> They're like, they didn't think of like, oh man, maybe we should. No, it's like. A bird. What bird could we choose for America? Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's an ally of Captain America. What could we do? Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> Yes! Cool! Yeah, like Atlanta! Stan, you killed it, bro! <laughs> Good job! Oh my god, rest in peace, Stanley. Yeah. Um, I I think, uh, yeah, I think Ant- everyone's playing up Ant-Man. Everyone's thinking Captain Marvel, because, you know, that's where every- it's coming out. And mm-hmm. Everyone's hyping up Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel does a lot of damage. But in the end, I think it will be, uh, like, I think... Iron Man will have his have, have his, his have his, his moment. Well, it's funny because yeah. then that would mean that like Avengers one turned out to just be one big foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think you're right that like Captain Marvel and Ant Man will come in and play their part, and they won't be able to do it without them. But I think it actually is going to come down to the core group of Avengers uh, from original? Avengers one, the original pack. Yeah. Um, here's the thing: I think what we need is a huge payoff for the Hulk because his arc right now is awesome. Yeah. We need they, a huge. They finally figured out how to use the Hulk, and it's like, oh yeah, you Jesus. Well, you, you make him kind of like a schizophrenic, you know? Yeah. You, you give him like <laughs> these two sides constantly at war with each other, which that might have nothing to do with schizophrenia because so so I don't know anything into, about anything. But you, you buy on. into the theory they're going to do Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk? Oh my God, that'd be so cool. Professor Hulk, he's not as strong, but he's just as smart. Just that would be cool. But then Banner probably is just fucked and will never come back because why do you need him yeah, when, you have, exactly. when you have a smart Hulk? We have his image saved. All we got to do is <laughs> open up the file. We don't need Ruffalo. That's great. I um I actually think both because here's the thing. This is this is uh, what's his name's last. These are isn't this both Tony? Uh, no, I'm calling him Tony Stark, but no, Tony Junior. Everybody's and, everyone's been calling him Tony Stark because he is. He's blended into Tony Stark yeah. now because he doesn't he do anything that else. Character. Yeah, no, the the whole character changed. design is different now. Yep. They base it on him. Yep. Um, I think both him and Rogers will die because, and I think in a sense they should. And obviously, there are many other endings I could be satisfied with, but I, I like the idea that like the two of them were at war with each other. And right. we're still kind of at war with each other in Avengers 1. Mm-hmm. And the way this is resolved is the two of them have to come together. Like the two oh, of yeah. them and their 
squads need to come together. There'll be a beautiful moment between those two guys. There should be. And I almost think what you could really do if you really want to make it beautiful, have them simultaneously sacrifice sacrifice themselves to save the others. Yeah. So well, they, they, there's that you got to go back to that one line in Avengers, like you're saying, it's a big foreshadowing event where there's Captain America is just like dressing down Iron Man. He's like, "You're not the guy to lay on a wire. You're not the guy to take the grenade." Yeah, and exactly. have him take the fucking exactly. like. Exactly. It's like, ah, oh, damn, I was wrong the whole time. the whole time. Yeah, like, Tony, I love you like a. And then they start making out, and everybody like, fangirl will be like, "Oh my god, it happened." It has. <laughs> I think you're right though. I think you're onto something because it is coming on. It is coming down to Iron Man because it's always. He's been like the the, the uh, figure of foreshadowing. It's like in Avengers two when he kept getting the images of all yeah. the Avengers dying, and he's created most of the villains. Yes, yeah, that's also he's true. Created a lot of villains. <laughs> what role, if any, do you think that Loki plays in Avengers Endgame? Okay, uh, yeah. So uh, Loki, I think he's definitely going to have like his his redemption arc will be completed. Like I think. He'll kill Thanos, but Iron Man will stop, like, the inevitable end of the world. Gotcha. So, like, Thanos almost has, like, a fall plan where if he goes down, he still has a way to maintain his vision. It's like, you know, when he snaps. Yeah. Like, so that will come up again. So, like, Loki will, then, like, I don't know, throw a dagger right in his throat or something. Something, something or Disney-like, up. where you know, stabbing him in the eye. Like, I don't know. Well, he needs to have some kind of grand entrance. Because I love, I've always, like, in, in all forms of literature, mm-hmm. I just have a thing for tricksters. Oh, no, yeah. From, from Bugs Bunny to Loki. <laughs> like, I just love him. Same guy. Exactly. Have you guy. ever seen him in the same room? Like, I... Never. Exactly. Never. Um, but So he... I'm really rooting for him to have, like, some kind of re- redemption, yeah. heroic, even though he's an anti-hero, some sort of heroic Show me that he's changed and that he cares. Right. It's like he finally like realizes what his brother's been doing. Like he finally loves his brother again. But uh, no, I, I, yeah, I think he'll he'll pop up because he's got a Disney show coming. It's like Loki, Loki. like Loki yeah, throughout yeah. history or yeah, some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw that. So it has to be able to like he'll come back and then he'll be like, "Look, I'm gonna save you. Like I save you because I love you, but I'm not sticking around." Like, yeah, you can't, he can't. He can't be like Avengers. An he Avengers is a rogue. Member. Yeah, you're right. He's he got to be out on his own. Yeah, but they like him and Thor have to be left at peace. There's no like question. The brothers, because yeah, in a in a way, they're they're what uh, what's it called? What's their planet? Oh, uh, Asgard. Asgard. They're like they're they're Asgard survived. Yeah, because all of Asgard's dead. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Asgard's gone. Right. Which I like. I really I like. You know. Some people don't like it, but I like it because it's almost like it's like a warning to Earth. Right, exactly. It's like if you yeah. let hell rise up from underneath you, mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen to you. Yep. That's you what know? Donald Trump's trying to stop. That's why he's built on that wall. You got to keep... Bro, <laughs> when he's doing it, I'm going to call you. We're going to tailgate the wall. <laughs> right. We're going to be flipping burgers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Just land food all over the place. No spices here. Exactly. Speaking of conspiracy theories. <laughs> okay. I want to ask you about Chip Gang. Okay. All right. Uh, are you well-versed on I'm, what I'm, that means? Just go over it one more time. One more time. So it's the whole idea that you put a chip in your brain that makes you a more capable human being in the sense that if you have a tumor, you get alerted about it. If you have an irregular heartbeat, you're alerted about it. If, you know, you just have all those kind of capabilities. If you, like, we we wanted to know more about Bill James, right, in the middle right. of this podcast, just, we'd be able to, and his entire Wikipedia page would go right into our brain, and okay. then we could just spit it out as it is. So, what do you think? I think, I think I'm kind of on board for it. I, I I know there's like there's definitely it's it's goods and there's definitely there's evils. There's yin and yang. Like you know, they, like they, but that's with everything. You that's know, with like, everything. Hundred you know, percent. Like even with border, like it keeps you alive. But 
if you don't know what's inside of it, it could kill you. Could kill you. You know? But I think, you know, especially the medical advances, like, if you know, you, if, like, if you're about to have a stroke, that would be a great early detection. Yeah. You know, because a, a lot of people have, you know, been severely damaged or passed away because they didn't catch something quick. Exactly. If you have a tumor, like, you know, you don't know if, like, what's going on inside. I think that'd be great. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, like, you know, do you really need to know what's going on in my, my brain? Like, do you need to, like, at, if I'm hungry, are you going to send me, like, uh, ads for this shit? Like, exactly. Or I've always said, like, uh, have you ever watched Futurama? Yes. Remember when there's commercials and ads and Fry's Dreams? Yeah. That is going to happen. Let's <laughs> no, be real. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is going to happen. Like, or the later, when they have the iPhone where it's just the eye, like, they put something in your eye, like, yeah, basically. Like, yeah. Exactly. Some kind of, like, hollow lens. Yeah. But, like, in your eyes, like an eye drop. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm so torn. It's one of the reasons why I ask all my guests is because I'm trying to, like, pick everyone's brains. Because I, I 100% am on board with what you said, that there's obvious incredible goods and there's obvious incredible bads. Well, all right. I'm now thinking about it as, like, a marketing uh, aspect. Oh, is, it a, is it a government thing or is it going to be like, you know, can you buy into it? Because if you buy into it, then you really kind of know what you're getting and like you kind of set yourself up for it it's like signing up for facebook like yeah all right i know it's free so i know i'm going to be getting everything with it like i know i'm going to get ads i'm not going to like if i turn on my phone and like you know i hold it a certain way like i'm going to get like an ad for like pug sweaters like okay yeah all right fine (laughs) but like if it's you know mandated like all right like you know 2025 let's give let's give it a hard date because that's going to happen Cool. Fair enough. Good. Oh yeah. So like 2025 government says like okay for you to get you know certain benefits for you to get like free healthcare, free college education, you have to sign up for this program. Is it the chip program? Is it yeah. It's the chip program. It's the chip program. So here's kind of where I'm at. It's like if I'm going to do it, I'm absolutely not going to do it if it's a government. If I'm going to do it, it's going to be because private organizations are able to do it mm-hmm. and that I'd be able to like my phone, like cuz I used to have an iPhone, right? right? But I didn't like what Apple was doing. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think the phone was what I wanted it to be. Okay. So I switched to Android, and like that's my personal opinion. Right. But it's the idea, and maybe it's just the illusion of choice. But it's the idea that I can choose. Right. You who, can pick your provider. Pick your exactly. Yeah. Pick your provider, and I guess it would have to be something that could be easily removed, mm-hmm. changed, changed. You know what would get me on board mm-hmm. if I'm able to like take it in and take it out. Right. Yeah. Like that you, would get like me if on you board. Had, like, because I feel like if it's a government thing, it's a contract. Like you have four years with it. Like yeah, you have something to, like that. You have to serve four years with it. Like so, how many? Like if you're gonna go to college on our dime, you're gonna serve your four years with this chip in you. Yeah. But if you're if you're buying it on your own, you could be like, I could return this at any time if I don't like it. Like if it's if it's start, yeah. if it's not doing what I want it to do, and like say like the first time first go around it misses like a major diagnosis. Like you end up with cancer and it didn't alert you. Pick it up on it. Yeah. You have every right to return it and then sue, sue, get your money back. The whole thing. Yeah. And then, then like pay for your, your uh, cancer uh, treatment. I'm all, I'm on board for that. Yeah. I'm also, I'm also okay with like selling away my, my freedom. Well, the fourth amendment's, the fourth amendment's gone already. Let's be real. They, they, they gutted it with the Patriot act. So none of us have any privacy. They're already collecting our data. And like they have, it's it's hard to say they because it's hard to explain who we're talking about. But when big I say brother. big brother, <laughs> the the intelligence organization, yeah. CIA, NSA, they have the technology where like my phone's over there, right? Mm-hmm. Based on like the sound waves that are coming from this room, right. they can figure out what's where in the room. Right. They yeah. won't know this is a, a guitar amp, but they'll know there's a structure of its kin so right here. So you're saying it's the daredevil of 
listening in devices. In a sense, well, did you see The Dark Knight? Yes. Oh, it's the, 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 the sonar. The, the how they were to yeah, find yeah, the Joker exactly. in the building. Yeah. You know that shit's real, man. That's no, like, yeah. if you want to if you want to peek into the future. I and as a movie guy, I'm sure you'll agree. If you want to peek into the future, sci-fi film is a, is a good way to do it. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. They have some like really like what you might think as like like there's some like I remember some sci-fi shit when I watched early on. We like oh that shit's never gonna happen. And, and then like now it's like, fruition. like fuck. Like, oh, damn, like, iPads. Like, what the fuck's up iPad? With well, speaking of which, you, have you seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? Uh, not yet, no. I'm still, I'm still holding on. Without spoiling anything, FaceTime is a big thing <laughs> in 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I know, like, everyone... Stanley fucking Kubrick, man. <sighs> yeah, he was on some different level shit. He also Definitely. wrote uh, Artificial Intelligence, AI, the Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah, well, AI was AI, in, yeah. um, uh, it was in... Space Odyssey 2. Yeah, yeah. There was a so, little AI in there, too. So, yeah, that whole, like, like that's, yeah. Like, Visionary, like, man. Like, Blade Runner's gonna happen. Like, it's all right. <laughs> it's like, I'm okay with it. <laughs> well, that's what makes cinema cool, man, is that, like, there are real visionaries who yeah. who communicate to the populace through their films. Yeah, it's easy, it's easy to digest instead of somebody standing on the corner like, this is happening, that's happening. <laughs> with this, the signs. Yeah, it's like this... Like, this fucking crazy person's like, oh, like, all right, this guy, fuck him. But, like, you're watching a movie, like... That gives you the full picture. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, you, you watch it, like, being in the environment. You're like, okay, well, it's not that bad, mm-hmm. but, you know, I don't like it. Well, what do you think of... Uh, did you see the Avatar movies? Uh, or the Avatar movie, they're making, like, four of them. Yeah, I, I, James I Cameron film. James Cameron Avatar, yeah. I feel like that whole movie, what they're doing, they're, like, preparing you for VR. That's essentially what he, what he did, yeah. his yeah. characters. He kind of got jacked in. Mm-hmm. He had an Avatar... And instead of being a excuse me, oh. instead of being a crippled soldier who was incapable, he was he a nine foot a, tall alien. He yeah. became a leader of men. Yeah, who found his dream girl. Yeah, you know, and like he danced with wolves. He danced. Yeah. <laughs> he danced with wolves. Well, that's like, actually their their Disney ride. Like there's a there's a Disney ride with the new uh, Pandora the Avatar uh, uh, theme park. Oh, where you you basically just go and you sit on like a a, a bike, right, and set up like wow. it's a dark ride. So like yeah. you're just on you you have a, a thing over your eyes to to just because you're not gonna fly around a real world, but right. So you plug it and like all right, we're gonna plug you into an avatar and then you're gonna just go. That's so intense. Yeah. What do you think? What do you you uh you said you're not a big gamer, but if VR became a thing. Would it entice you? No. No? No. Cause not your thing? Not my thing. I don't like... Like, even before, when we were talking about the headphones, like... Yeah. I'm not a big fan of, like, kind of... You don't like jacking it. in. No. You like, don't like jacking in. No. No, I don't. No. But jacking off. That's a, that's a hobby. <laughs> I've been doing it so well since I was 15 years old. Why am I going to stop? That's what's so funny. It's like, what have you been... What have, what have we as individuals been doing longer than we've been masturbating? Breathing and eating. Yeah. It's about it. Yeah. <laughs> complaining about the weather that's all like i remember oh I well yeah fucks am i masturbating dude like <laughs> yeah. if it's too cloudy out i just can't get in the mood my libido is shot <laughs> if it's sunny out i feel bad about it but then again i feel bad about everything oh. <laughs> well the winter time's the worst man just because like you're cooped up inside so you're just stuck in your shame yep like you can't you can't open the window to <laughs> it's like everything just smells <laughs> this is what happens see that that's how i know they're gonna get us with chip gang because you and i talked about it for about five minutes and then right. we we completely descended into see, masturbation that's that's <laughs> that's how i feel i'm gonna beat the system because it's like uh, <laughs> like if they're gonna watch me they're gonna watch me jerk off who's nobody gonna, wants who's, who wants to play this game of chicken <laughs> oh you taped up i don't even care. like i put my thumb over the camera like it's like you know what you want to see this all day <laughs> knock yourself out Go right ahead. Oh if you see God. me on the street, let's let's make it awkward. <laughs> it's like you've heard you hear these horror stories of people who like somebody gets they 
somebody hacks in and catches right. that footage of them right. pleasing themselves, right? And they put it up on a website for people to watch. Oh yeah, like that, that's the scary. That's thing. Su- like that sucks. I know that's happened to like that's like a real thing. Yeah. And the law should fix itself to like help these people who they have should been... try. It's just hard, man, because yeah. like there there are ha- the best hackers in the world probably don't work for the government. No, yeah, <laughs> you know, because why would you at that point? Exactly, you get a better job in the private sector. Exactly, or yeah. you just get a better job stealing people's Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. whatever, you know, whatever why, that is. Why the, why the fuck do you got to work when you could just steal thousands of dollars of worth yeah. I, 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 on your ass in front of the computer? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we got a we got a solid ten minutes left. You got okay. anything anything on your checklist we didn't cover? Uh, no, nah, man. It's you know this was a lot of fun. Like it's it's dude, I love this shit. It's it's so different to like not be the like the host of a podcast. Yeah, that's why I love doing your guys' things yeah. so much. Like wow, I could just kind of like, like sit just kind of come in and say whatever the fuck I want. Like <laughs> I can't talk about Moana and jerking off at the same time. Like <laughs> someone's gonna get flagged. Like and you know what? I don't want that heat. I want on. I heard Moana was awesome, dude. It's amazing. Is it really? Oh yeah. my god, it's on Netflix. I a hundred. It's another movie mayhem recommendation. Awesome. It's because I I'm the musical guy. I fucking love musicals. Awesome. Yeah, me too, dude. It's it. it I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you, you said that because yeah. it like there's a lot of people who like just bro up like oh well like it's sissy musical. But then I'm like, but those people go see Book of Mormon and be like, bro, it yeah. was so good. Yeah, and but also another thing that it's like you go watch Star Wars about some asthmatic in a fucking mask with a laser sword, <laughs> and you think that's good, but self help book. But you, but like Little Shop of Horrors is like, get out of here. Like, yeah. like no, nah. musicals are delightful. Like some of them, like I think I watched Bohemian Rhapsody recently. Me too. It's uh- terrible. You really thought it was terrible? I thought it was bad. I thought I, it was pretty good. You know what I actually didn't like, though? And maybe you were about to get on this? The whole ending concert. Uh, I mean, it's I, cool. I kinda, I, it's I, cool I was like, he was I, able to do that. I, but I've watched that on YouTube. Like, exactly. I've already seen that. Yeah. Like, a hundred times. I, I thought that the movie should have been a jukebox musical, not having... Basically, every song used was, like, a fight scene. So, like, yeah. they have some lines, and then they sing a song. They tell you they're the band queen, and then they have a song. I think they should have have like some of these songs actually have meaning so have them pl- like i think the elton john movie is going to do this I hope have so. these songs actually mean something in the movie like keep yourself alive bohemian rhapsody uh love of my life and then the- i also didn't like that uh don't stop me now was in the credits it should have been the show must go on because that's the yes, last fucking you're song right. he had, you you're right played. you're yeah. so fucking right and like it would have been like if it- the movie meant anything and that was the last song. The show like, must go on. That would have hit you right in the heart. Yeah, because even though Freddie's gone, we keep it the show going. Show must go yeah, on. Hundred percent. And he'll live on forever. Exactly. No, you're hundred percent right. You yeah. should have just directed it. I'm um, trying to. What'd you think? I, I thought I, it's so funny because <laughs> gotta rip on this. I swear, I'm not even trying to rip on the movie, but like there were so many times where they insinuated g- gay orgies. Yeah. And I was like, Are we gonna get the gay orgy? Just do it. Are Fuck we gonna get the gay orgy? Um. But I, going back to your point, um. Like, I thought, like, Somebody to Love, mm-hmm. very obviously, is about Freddie coping with the fact and, right. and learning to accept the fact he's a homosexual and him trying to find somebody that can love him the way he really wants to be loved. Exactly, yeah. That would have been a cool thing to put in the, like, remember the scene where he's with, I forget her name, but it was his love, it was his, love, it was his lover at the Karen. time. Karen. It's always, like, the one <laughs> who gets... Karen. Karen. Well, Karen, Karen got the short end of the stick on that one, but... 
um, where he's talking to Karen and he's like, oh, they're all singing to you. And then she pretty much calls him. He's like, Freddie, yeah. you're gay. I know yeah. you're gay. I've known you're gay. It would have been. <laughs> I saw the video to Killer Queen. We all know, but <laughs> exactly. the band's name is Queen yeah, Freddie. Like- like don't don't be don't hide yourself just don't go hide for yourself it, but know? that's the thing it's like yeah. his best music came after he decided not to hide himself exactly, anymore yeah. uh it would have been great if after that scene where he realized he couldn't be with her anymore mm-hmm. because she knew and now he had to accept it that would have been a good time to play somebody to yeah. love even if it's just a montage of him oh, walking yeah. around the city soul searching yeah that would be perfect like even like like it has like these songs have to mean something because if yeah. they don't mean anything they're just there exactly and, because uh, it's it's not a, a song that's inspired by music. It's just a, a movie. I'm sorry, yeah. a, a movie inspired by music. It's just a movie with music. Like there's no difference to that than putting like than what Guardians of the Galaxy did. Why you're why, right? That's why is their too. soundtrack more impactful than Bohemian Rhapsodies? Like it doesn't. You're right. I guess their song placement was just really off too. Yeah, and and they were they were they were nominated for they won an Oscar for best editing <laughs> for best editing. <laughs> Fucking fuck Oscars. Fuck the Oscars. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, I actually... My my roommate actually told me to ask you this question because sure. it's a very large debate within his group of friends. Uh-oh. He wants to know what you think of The Dark Knight Rises. It's not my favorite. Not your favorite? It, How do you compare it within the trilogy? Where do you rank number it? number three. Number three for you. I... There's a lot of stupid things that happen in it. Like, why are all the cops in the sewers? Keep, like, five... How, why did they fall for that? Yeah, yes, why, Like, you're, you're supposed to be smart. Um, I don't like my biggest like detraction was Batman quit being Batman because his girlfriend died, but Batman became Batman because his parents died. So his girlfriend had more emotional impact on him than his. I have to. I think. uh, Let me. Let me kind of pick you on that. Okay. I don't necessarily think it's because Rachel died that he stopped being Batman. I think he had to stop being Batman because Batman was villainized. Remember he took yeah. he took the fall for Harvey Dent. Okay, so yeah. Gotham hated him. He's I'm whatever Gotham needs me to be. He became the devil. Okay, so, so I that, guess if if that's not if they're not following the comics, then yeah, like that makes sense. Yeah, um, I always assumed they were following the comics, so he was still Batmaning around. No, yeah, no, he but wasn't he, Batmaning he just, around. Okay, so he that's just, why he was kind of like a bum in the beginning, and he right. was limping, and yeah, he was a mess. Didn't make any sense. You know, he's, he's a guy in good shape. You know, yeah, exactly. why is why is he limping? Well, here's what I think. It doesn't quite make sense. You're right. It makes a little sense that maybe since he's been on his ass for eight years and probably a depressed, right? That, that he's kind of See, he's mopey. Th- but what I didn't like is that when he decided to be Batman again, oh, it was cool. All of a sudden, he could break the fucking wall with his yeah. leg. So I'll give, I'll definitely no, it, extend the olive branch on that. I also, I also felt that they kind of they, they set up a lot of things kind of easily when they mentioned like the whole like Ra's al Ghul stuff. Like, all right, Talia al Ghul's there. Obviously, it's a new character. Um, Bane kind of farted out at the end. I think it had. I think everyone was just done with it. Mm-hmm. I think like there was a like a lot of vibe on it was just like I'm done. I it's got to be over and the whole like. It always ends with Batman getting rid of a bomb. So, yeah. You know, Personally, I, I love the film. Right. It do, it doesn't touch the Dark Knight. No, yeah, I mean, the truthfully, Dark, Dark look Knight's at it, one. Yeah, and then, yeah. If you look at it from an objective standpoint, I also feel that it took a huge hit because Heath Ledger died. I feel it would have been a well. Completely... He was the original plan. It yeah. was supposed to. It was. I think what Nolan's original vision was to have like a Joker, uh, Joker, Scarecrow, Riddler crossover in the finale. Okay. Then it was all. It was just going to be a mess between yeah. the three of them. Because like the comics, I I think that they used were inspiration were Nightfall, uh, yep. No Man's Land, and the Dark Knight Returns. And the Dark Knight Returns, and it's like it's tough to do, uh, Dark Dark Knight Returns when you don't have the Joker. Yeah. Like you know, would have been it would have been cool if they got rid of. 
the no man's land thing and it had him come back and they have the uh the tunnel of love scene mm-hmm. in uh, dark knight returns that's that like in any way that's done in in animation and, and drawing it's 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 intense it's beautiful and the way that it ends like they they're both like joker snaps his own neck to make it look yeah. like batman killed him yeah and it's like you killed me and then like this everyone's gonna think you killed Kill- me so fuck you in the end so yeah like I, I feel like it was, it was a bunch of lost potential. And, that, that's, a, and that's a fair opinion. Yeah. And it's like I say, you're saying you're not really shitting on it. You're, yeah. This is exactly what we're talking it's, about before. Be, did you enjoy the film? I did. Okay, I did, so this yeah. is kind of what we were saying before. Where you Bat- heavily I'm a Batman cri- guy, though. Me too. I'm a huge Batman guy. Me too. I love Dude, Batman. what, I mean, we, we, we don't have much time, but okay. we'll probably talk about this when it ends. But sure. it's like, man, what a fucking disgrace that DC thought they could launch their universe without a solo Batman don't, movie. No, no, no. We don't have, we don't, we don't, we don't, no. No, we don't have time. Like, don't wanna we do don't have time. We're I gonna don't want to do this to your listeners. We're going to save it. I don't want to do this to your listeners. We're going to save it for when we have you on, when we have you back on. But we do need to wrap it up. Okay. Before we wrap it up, tell the people where they can find you. Tell them a little bit about the Pick Last podcast, the Movie okay. Mayhem podcast. Again, just repeat where they can find you. Drill it in their fucking heads. Okay, so you can find the Pick Last podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. You could also hit us up on Twitter at Pick Last Pod. You could uh, find the Movie Mayhem podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. We don't do YouTube at all. That's not our space. Uh, you could hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod on Instagram and see my really bad photoshopping skills. They're on display. They're for everyone to enjoy. <laughs> Um, that that's at Movie Mayhem Podcast, all one word. You could hit us up on, uh, you could drop us a line. We love hearing from people. Uh, Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. Also, you could buy shirts on T Public. Uh, just search Movie Mayhem or Pugs or whatever. You'll you'll get a shirt. Uh, we've done. If you're a baseball fan, we've done kind of Burrow inspired shirts. So we have a Bronx inspired shirt and a Queens inspired shirt. That's awesome. Just because you know I don't want to get sued. <laughs> But I'm trying to work up more designs. Um, uh, we kind of uh, keyed ourselves up as the New York, the the gatekeepers of the New York podcast. So anytime there's a movie about New York, we're like, well, we'll, we'll check that shit out. Awesome. So we're, I'm trying to make like a pizza box one that's like true New York pizza. <laughs> like, <but laughs> that's like, good. Yeah. That's good. So it's it's a lot of things. But yeah, you can hit us up on any of those. Uh, I'm always at the Movie Man Podcast. Uh, movie Man Pod on Twitter is the best place to find me. So beautiful thing well thank you everybody for listening thank you for those who are watching brian mccormick thank you so much for coming on man look, look forward to having you back it's a pleasure on. absolutely it's pleasure. completely it's off the charts what would you be like what would you be like what would you be like